1: I'm Oliver Gray, and this is A Sonic Youth. Join me as I explore the greatest indie rock with classic tracks, new releases, and my own Desert Island selection. Welcome to episode 105 of A Sonic Youth. This week, we're looking at the second of the three great granddaddy albums, and my favourite, 2000's The Software Slump. That opening track was called Charts and Graphs. It's a track that doesn't quite fit with the sound of most of The Software Slump, but nevertheless, it's a great song which laments the singer's office job. Yeah, I And Forming in 1992 in Modesto, California, Granddaddy is led by singer-songwriter Jason Lytle. Their debut label-released album was 1997's Under the Western Freeway. I discussed that record on episode 103. In 1999, unhappy with their previous record company Will Records, Granddaddy signed with V2 Records, and after releasing an EP late that year, they released The Software Slump, in May 2000, Jason Lytle wrote the album solo in a remote farmhouse. He described his experience of the recording location quote, I just remember everything out there was dusty, humidity, and dust, and described having to make the recordings quote, in my boxer shorts, bent over keyboards, with sweat dripping off my forehead, frustrated, hung over, and trying to cool my coke dealer. The album's name, The Software Slump, is a reference to the sophomore slump the term given to a band's less favoured follow-up to their debut record. This is integrated with the word software, in reference to a core theme of granddaddy lyrics in their early albums, especially this one. The album grapples with typically melancholic lyrical themes. It's commonly seen as a concept album, which explores the problems with modern technology, that's technology as seen when this album was written in 1999 and 2000, and its relation with human society and our beautiful natural world. We'll explore some of the heavier songs regarding their lyrics soon, but first, another somewhat lighter song. The Crystal Lake is a song about the high hopes of leaving a rural hometown, only to be faced with the starker reality of disillusionment with city life.
2: Yeah. to a Lost My-
1: I'm Oliver Grape, this is a Sonic Youth, and that was Granddaddy with The Crystal Lake. Before we explore more lyrical themes, let's hear another favourite song, Hewlett's Daughter. Lytle wrote this about a girl he once dated, and how he kinda liked her father more than her. As I described in episode 103, a knee injury ended Lytle's skateboard career when he was 20. He began working graveyard shifts at a water and sewage treatment plant to fund his fledgling career in music. It seems that this Hewlett was the one that got Jason the job at the treatment plant. This is another fantastically beautiful song. I especially love the lines about Hewlett's stolen guns. Here's Hewlett's daughter. Hewlett.
2: Dolphins float on roads and somebody stole your guns. Well, sir, I'm the only one to get back your stolen guns. I should have been your son. Have been
1: your son. That was Grandaddy, with Hewlett's Daughter. So let's take a look into some of the heaviest songs lyrics-wise on the software slump. I've got to start that conversation with the song Jed the Humanoid. I can see how this song's lyrical theme could seem a little silly, but that's only without the context of the time period it was written and the context of the beautiful music and singing which accompanies it. The song is a eulogy to a robot android named Jed, His creators make him in their kitchen, with modest means, and are so proud of their creation. However, Jed's technology quickly becomes irrelevant, such as the never-ending pace of technology. As Jed is forgotten by his creators, he begins to drink himself to death. This topic is something Lytle later admitted, was him trying to use Jed as his therapy vehicle, to somewhat circumvent his own relationship with drinking. And the reverse line at the end of the song, well it's perhaps the most poignant of all. When played Ford, it reads, the music is reversible, but time is not. Here's Jed the humanoid.
2: Wow, well, something pretty bad called him Then it was changed finished yet. We were so proud. We celebrated. We congratulated.
1: This is a Sonic Youth, and that was Granddaddy with Jed the Humanoid. Next, let's look at the album's crushingly beautiful opening track, He's Simple, He's Dumb, He's the Pilot. The song builds on Bowie's space oddity, and the immensely disturbing and not entirely unlikely idea of an astronaut lost in space, facing technical and communication failures. The song also makes reference to the technology-ridden dystopian future described in the Rolling Stones track 2000 Man. This is one of the songs on this record that best fits with the album's theme of dehumanization by technology at the time this album was written there was serious concern about the dangers posed by technology most strongly shown by y2k i think this is something that subsided somewhat throughout the later 2000s and 2010s as i was growing up but now the rise of ai presents a serious concern for the future not necessarily in the form of an evil terminator skynet but in themes that lightwell touches on The loss of art, of the human beauty. On the topic of the human beauty, this seems to be a song which Lytle holds close to his heart. In 2000, Granddaddy toured with Elliot Smith, someone I haven't got that much into, but I recognise his songs are held highly as some of the most beautiful ever written. Smith would often join the band on stage for the outro of this song. Lytle detailed a performance of this song after Smith's death, saying he broke down in front of the audience during the same session. The song is a slow paced 9 minute effort, so I'm not going to play all of it here. But if you dig it, please listen to it and the album in full. It's a beautiful experience. Here's He's Simple, He's Dumb, He's the Pilot. We're
2: Two thousand men
1: This is a sonic youth, and that was Grandaddy, with his simple, he's dumb, he's the pilot. Next, let's talk for a moment about the music. Just as they were wrapping up the production of their first proper album, Under the Western Freeway, Lytle heard Radiohead's OK Computer, and was blown away. This resulted in Lytle becoming, by his own admission, obsessed with buying and experimenting with all kinds of recording gear. Another band Lytle holds as significant to the sound of Grandaddy, is Low. He explains how where he came from, the music that was going on was the wave of punk rock that was made by rich kids with brand new guitar amps and expensive clothes. He says he grew up getting beaten up by jocks and rednecks who called him a pussy skateboarder. Early granddaddy shows would be met with crowd chanting, play faster, play harder. That's when he discovered Low, going on to say, I felt the only way I could make things better was to make the music prettier and more uncomfortable. Their music was so slow and so sparse; it just made me nervous listening to it. I became so fascinated with the idea of testing people live the way they did it. End quote. Personally, I sometimes struggle with slow, melancholic music, even from my favorite band such as Old J. But with Granddaddy, there's such sprawling soundscapes and undeniable beauty that I really love it. So let's hear our final song. Here's another quote from Lytle from a 2011 interview with Big Takeover on their Software Slump album. I think it was more about selfish concerns. I have a problem with waste, clutter, people neglecting the environment, and being thoughtless. It was all these things that go along with being around way too many stupid people who are crammed into way too small places, like Modesto. All the destruction of nature that happens. End quote. This sentiment is probably best expressed on the song Broken Household Appliance National Forest, With dreams of a future where technology and nature can work to each other's benefit. It's also one of the catchier, more rock focused songs from The Software Slump. It's Broken Household Appliance National Forest to see us off this week.